Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Let's get to Mandingo. Yeah. Mandingo Navarro is on the Around Downstairs Convenience what? Store's guest line. They are truly steps beyond convenient. There we find Manny Navarro from the Miami Herald. He covers the Miami Heat. Uh, does an excellent job for him. Manny, thanks for the time, man. Really appreciate it. No, no problem, guys. How's everything? Good, buddy. Good. Um, so the Heat yesterday, valiant effort uh, that was slipped up a little bit because Hassan Whiteside cramping uh, towards the end of it. The cramping thing, do they do they have a theory as to why Hassan Whiteside cramped up towards the end of that game? I, I think it was just hydration, man. He didn't, he's, you know, Hassan basically said after the game he didn't probably drink enough fluids didn't have enough in the system before the game. Um, you know, this is the hardest. I mean, Spo said it last night. This is without question the hardest Hassan has, has had to go, you know, up and down the court, uh, both ends, do it on offense, do it on defense. I mean, the team's never run this many uh, plays for him. And so, you know, he's working hard, man. And, and so he's got to do a better job hydrating before he gets back out there. What is who is the newcomer that has, has really impressed, I guess, the most? I mean, I think for the most part this has been – the guys who have been here have have been somewhat the calming force, Justice Goron and, and Hassan. As far as the new guys are concerned, are they ingratiating themselves okay into the team? And, and who's really stepping up through these first three games? You know, it's really hard to say because I feel like all the new guys or the guys that they signed after they knew they weren't getting Dwayne have, have sort of disappointed. You know, Dion Waiters hasn't played very well at all. Um, you know, just sort of a great opportunity for him. Uh, with the Heat this season to make money and make money for the future. And he struggled. And, and Luke Babbitt, you know, he's hit a couple three-pointers. He's been okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, Derek Williams hasn't even played at all. So, yeah. I mean, it, it hasn't been very good for the new guys, to be honest. Uh, I guess Willie Reed, right? I mean, you yeah. have to say him and Magruder have been the two guys that, that have been sort of the pleasant surprises of the new group of guys that have come in. M- Manny, I, I kind of get the feeling that you know, a lot of guys have roles that would best fit them on a basketball team, and they've come here and they're asked to expand those roles, and maybe they're not good enough or they just don't fit those expanded roles, and so are struggling. A good example is uh, Dion Waiters, right? He he's he's yeah. a sixth man, and if you force yeah. him into the starting starting spot and he starts chucking up threes and trying to handle the ball, you might get in a little trouble. Right. Well, Dion wants to be more than just a six man, right? I mean, that's that's part of the attraction of coming here. But without question, last night, I think most Heat fans walked away from that game saying, if we have a healthy Josh Richardson, do we lose that game? You know, do we have a guy who doesn't turn it over six of the 12 times the way Dion Waiters did? You know, uh, I, I think so. I tend to think that he probably won that game with a healthy Josh Richardson last night. I mean, it's not like the Spurs were fully stocked. I mean, Marcus Aldridge didn't play in that game. Um Look, I, I think, yes, I think to some extent guys are being asked to do more. Luke Babbitt's never been a starter in his career. He's always been just a three-point guy off the bench, sort of like James Jones was for a long time here with the Heat. Um, but I think that this is just sort of the early going of the season. I think once Josh Richardson gets back, 
maybe even once Josh McRoberts gets back uh, and uh. Wayne Ellington. Uh, <laughs> I think those guys will be in the rotation, and you'll see a couple guys who are maybe being counted on right now to do more, uh, either being out of the rotation or, or you know just helping very little. Uh, Justice Winslow, he got off to a slow start yesterday, but really picked it up. Uh, how is how is he liking when he when he when you guys talk to him? How is he liking the opportunity to to handle the ball more, to to run some offense, and having the opportunity to create for himself? Well, I mean that's what he does. I mean, Justice isn't the guy who's who's going to be the spot up shooter on the floor, right? I mean, you, you can't really uh, just kick it out to him and, and have him knock down that shot with confidence. That's something that's going to be a work in, in progress for him for several years until he gets to that point where he hits that shot consistently. Uh, so he's got to have the ball in his hands to create for others, to penetrate, to beat guys off the dribble. That's where all of his offense comes from. And so he's loving the role that he's in right now. Um, you know, and, and, it's, and it's funny. I mean, when they cut Ben Oudry and decided not to keep Weber, we all were kind of like, wow, he's not keeping sort of a natural point guard on the floor. He's just going to go with Dion and Justice and Tyler and have those guys, three guys handle the ball. I think for the most part, Justice has done a pretty good job, and so has Tyler whenever he's had to handle the point guard duties. The only guy who's sort of struggled so far has been Dion. He's got 10 assists and 10 turnovers. So um, I, I think, uh, you know, Justice is thriving in that role, and I think it, eventually that's that's going to be his role in the NBA. It's it's sort of like the Scottie Pippen type role where he, he does a little bit of everything. You know, I think I think best-case scenario, that's what Justice Winslow turns out to be. What was Spo yesterday, was he in the mood to talk about, I guess, moral victories? Because they did hang with the team that's 4-0. Obviously, the thing, people think the Spurs are going to be one of the best teams in the league, and the Heat are in a building process right now. How how has he taken, I guess, over the last 24 hours, what went down yesterday? Well, I mean, I think they're all disappointed that they're one and two. I, I think the loss to, to Charlotte really hurt because you have a 19-point lead, you give it away. But last night, yeah, I mean, I think there was a moral victory. I think the moral victory was Hassan Whiteside playing out of his mind on the offensive end. You know, I mean, we've obviously seen him do great things on the defensive end, but to be counted on, uh, to be a guy who, you know, you're running plays for and, and he's making post moves and, and then hitting shots. I mean, Hassan was seven for seven. Uh, to finish the game uh, with his shots. I mean, it was just, it was easy for him. And so that was a really encouraging sign. I think Justice finally knocking down a couple of outside shots, when, you know, in the second half there uh, and finishing better at the rim. That was an encouraging sign. Goron exploding towards the basket. Tyler had a lot of good moments. So there's there's evidence that they've got guys that can play and, and, and won't necessarily shy away from the moment against a good team like the Spurs. But it's still disappointing to walk away from that game with a loss, especially knowing that LaMarcus Aldridge didn't play that game and, it was the second night of a back-to-back for San Antonio. Manny, I, I kind of get the feeling, though, that this team is in the same spot they were last year. Uh, they're going to be better inside, but it's going to put more of a demand on people to shoot the three from outside because if Hassan's going to play like the way he's played all year, then they're really going to start hanging out. Defenses are really going to start hanging out in the paint and daring guys to make threes. So it, it boils down to the same thing. If they don't make threes – they're going to be in a similar spot they were last year. Yeah, you're right. I mean, but but I think so far they have been making threes. I mean, the overall field goal percentage for Dion isn't good, but he's shooting over 40% from three. I think he's like 5 of 11. Babbitt shooting over 40% from three. So those guys are hitting the shots to at least keep defenses honest, mm-hmm. but that's got to continue. That's got to sort of continue. And, and, and the other aspect is you got to get whoever your two guard is, whether it's Dion or it's Josh Richardson, one of those two guys has to start hitting shots more consistently. Obviously, Josh hasn't had a chance. He's been out. But once he comes back, the Heat need him to sort of step into that Dwayne role because uh, that's, what they, that's what they're missing right now. You look at the numbers. You look at the pace. You look at the defense. It's all similar 
to what they were doing in the second half of last year. The only thing is offensive efficiency. And, and what's missing, it's, it's that efficient Dwayne Wade who you could count on to hit the mid-range jumper or you could count on to get you 20 points. Right now, Dion's not giving him that. Manny, I don't know. You know, it's hard, definitely hard to tell on television. Um, I, it might be hard to tell from the arena, but uh, from practice to the games, have you noticed any kind of change in Spo's coaching style due to the uh, kind of the mishmash that they have for a team right now? Is he having to kind of get more involved than he was previously? Well, I mean, I, I think he's always been really involved. I think you know. Obviously, what he did with Hassan last year, being in his ear, helping him come along with dealing with those maturity issues. I think this year, the way Spo's sort of attacking it is, you know, we're going to find ourselves eventually. And, and he's giving guys different opportunities right now um, to play in certain roles. Uh, obviously, once Josh Richardson comes back, uh, you know, you're, you're to get a better feel for what this team really is. He, I think he's an integral part. I think Josh Richardson is your starting two guard. Um, so once you get him back, we'll see we'll see what happens. But yeah, I mean, I think Spo's very much sort of you know letting letting guys he's giving guys an opportunity right now to show them what they've got, and, and that's really what the season's all about. I mean, Pat said it you know on media day when a handful of us got a chance to, to go into his office and speak with him. This season is really about unearthing some gems. It's it's finding out okay wh- where do you go as a franchise moving forward after going away. They know they're not competing for a championship this year. There's there's no way they're going to be able to contend with with Cleveland and Golden State. So it's really, will Justice Winslow emerge and be that guy you can build around? Will Hassan Whiteside be trusted to do it every game and, and, and be great every game, like Spo says? Um, that's what they want to see right now. And I think early on, at least, you're seeing those those signs that, yes, those guys are stepping up. But to be a good team, they're going to need other guys to to, uh, to to improve and get better. I think that's what Spo's looking at right now. It's just, can, who can we count on here in the early going of these, these misfits that we signed in the offseason? Can they really help us? What's uh what's Riley's office like? He's got like a huge encyclopedia and a dartboard with a bronze <laughs> picture on it. Like what's in there? What's cool that's in Riley's office? Uh, you know, it's got a great view of the bay, right? Um, it's it's I don't know. It was weird. Like it was eleven in the morning, and you felt like it was six in the morning because there was the blo- the verticals were like blocking the lights. You couldn't really see anything. There's a lot of mystery in there. Of course. Uh, I mean, he's, he's got all kinds of books everywhere. He's got you know he's got his rings. Uh, it, it's. I don't know. I got to go in there again and do a better job, sort of uh, just mentally taking snapshots, so I can come back and give you guys a better report. But I, it just felt like very dark, does, sort of like, sort of like it, the movie The Natural. I don't know if you remember when they when they go into that owner's office. Did you ever see the movie The Natural? With yes. Yeah, just like that. It's kind of like very like sort of like I don't know, mysterious. It's kind of got that vibe to it. Big, big wooden desk and a big bookcase, or has he got like modern style? Uh. Yeah, he's got a big desk, a huge desk actually, and yeah, uh, yeah, big bookcases on both ends. I mean, yeah. sofas, you know. What's his chair like? Is it like swivel, or has he got like a big throne? <laughs> no throne, but he's got a chair that definitely swivels. Yeah. All right, Manny. Uh, we know you. Uh, you're you're on the heapy, but uh, you're always keeping your eye on the U. Uh, what the? Yeah, man. I. I it was such a disappointing loss because you come back from 20 down to take the lead and you think, okay, these guys finally got it together and yet they fall apart all over again. Um, you know, I, look, right, you got you to gotta be able to recruit your own guys, right? That's the whole thing with every head coach. I, I just don't – I don't have a whole lot of confidence right now in Mark Rick's play calling. And I think that's going to have to be the biggest change next year when they come back, whether Brad Kaya is here or somebody else. Um, Besides needing, you know, the offensive line to play better and recruit better at that position, you need a guy who I think is more sort of with the times with play calling in college football. I think Mark's, he's just rusty, man, and, and he doesn't look good at doing it. 
And with the amount of talent that they've got, they've certainly got enough in the backfield. They've got enough playmakers in the receiver position, but they shouldn't be 4-4 four four right now. Man Navarro from the Miami Herald. Thanks for the time, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Manny. Anytime, guys. Take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.